This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold, a sports talk fueled edition. Myself, Steve Geller, and Charlie Long. We're going through fan rankings, fan rankings, fan rank from USA Today's Mike Freeman. Thought it was an interesting little column. So we're going to go through from top to bottom, see where the Saints rank, see where the rest of the NFC South ranks. Spoiler, the Saints are better than the rest of the NFC South. Enjoy. Can I try to have a little more fun, even this segment? Uh, start talking about the NFL fan bases in the rankings. And I know, obviously, this is all pretty much... Oh, this is official. Yeah, this is, yeah, this, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but USA Today put out their rankings, and it's pretty curious, I'll say the least, that Tier 1 we'll get to right off the bat here. Uh, tier 1, they have them calling it deer hunters. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. I, I wasn't but, quite sure either. Yeah, they got the, they got the, the, they got the Browns, the Steelers, and the Packers in there. I think that's fair. Saints aren't up there, but they're, you know, I, I, that's fine. I can deal with that. Packers are a good fan base. That's all they got. The Browns, though? Them. I don't know how good they are. I realize they've put up a little, yes. lot of stuff over the years. They're, it is impossible to be a Browns fan without being the most dedicated person on the planet. <laughs> so I, I can buy that. Because if you were you saw you were at that game, right in the frigid cold, and they were still they folks. were there, absolutely. They were they were watching that game, and it's like you give them all the props in the world. Like they were still there, and they lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I buy it. I'll give it to them. The factory of sadness still has fans in it, and they, I, they earn that spot. And I obviously know we're going to get to it, but you kind of have to put Detroit Lions fans in that category too, then, huh? No. No? Absolutely not. They haven't suffered as much as Cleveland? No, because they've just always been bad. Like, Cleveland has had good teams, and they've still been bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Lions are just the Lions, and they did get Megatron for a bit. No, I, I don't. I, I put Detroit in the middle tier, but I wouldn't put them at the top. And Steelers fans, sure, I, I think you, that's Definitely. fair. They have a very intelligent fan base. Right? Like you, I feel like when you talk to a Steelers fan, you have a very in-depth conversation about stuff that actually is real. <laughs> and for me, honestly, might have been the only, I'll say one of the only times, I'm sure there's been others that I can't think of, but I just recall the Superdome, whatever year it was, Halloween against the Steelers, and all those terrible towels waving. Yeah. And it was just amazing how it felt like they kind of took over the dome that day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they obviously travel well. And yeah. we, we, we know the, the Packers fans, for crying out loud, they own a part of the team. Yeah, I mean, the Packers, it's like all they got there. You better be good fans. <laughs> right? I mean, what else is happening? Like, that's why I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to see how Aaron Rodgers reacts in New York, where it's like you are one of like 12 teams. Good luck. 
<laughs> anyway, so moving, let's move on to tier, tier two. Tier two. Order in the court is what they call it. So, you know, this is where the Saints probably could be. They're not in this tier. The, the Lions, as you mentioned, so <laughs> the description for the, bra- the <laughs> they Browns, say, right? They say, the Browns. Yeah, it says, it's easy to be a fan when you win a lot. Try being a fan when you lose all the time. <laughs> being a Browns fan is what it must feel like getting a grand jury subpoena except every week. <laughs> no fan base is more dedicated. And then for the Lions, it says, see the Browns. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you, you had that one. Then the Ravens, I, I feel like, yeah, they're kind of similar to the Steelers. You win a lot, so you just kind of engender a good fan base. Seahawks, you know, very loud. Seattle's a really great sports city. I don't know Deafening if over there. there, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they should have an NBA team. You know, they got, they got kind of uh, housed out of that. I'm trying to f- find a way to say that without yeah, getting an FCC violation. Right, and you know what? In NBA Jam, that was my favorite go-to squad. They should have the an Seattle NBA Super team. Sonics. I'm not going to say take the take New Orleans. No, team, no, take someone else. But they should have an NBA team. I mean, the Super Sonics was such a cool name. Ray Allen love the uniform. Kevin Durant was technically drafted by the <laughs> Seattle Super Sonics. Um, so yeah, Seattle, great sports city. I, I do love that city. And the Eagles, which I disagree with. I think they're a bunch of clowns. They get there because they're mean. They're loud. They're brash. Yeah. Um, they throw snowballs and and batteries at, at Santa Claus. Yeah, there you go, yeah. right? Um, they, when they win a Super Bowl, they tear their city to the ground. You know, so that's, that's sadly, something. you know what? That's most you see that a lot with championships. It's like didn't happen here. Fans go kook. No, because we we got the because best, we channel we got the best it well. Fans, right? We channel it well, right? We know how have to a good celebrate. Time, right? There's no it's need like to create chaos. Thing. Right? We don't have to break stuff. <laughs> we just have a we line up in the streets and we yell. They, they, they had Fires, a parade when they didn't make the Super Bowl. Yeah, we don't need to do any of that. So that's why the fan base is so great. Yeah, Whereas, I, like, I, I would put the Eagles lower just because they can't handle success. I, I just don't like the fact that the Saints aren't even in this at least tier, tier two category. Yeah, but there's a lot of tiers. Like, it's not like there's tier one, tier two, tier three. There's like six tiers here. And so <laughs> we're going down to tier three. Sonic All to tier boom. three. Yeah, so the Saints are here. So they're getting some respect here. I think they should be in tier two, but that's just me. And so here's what he said about yeah. the Saints. And, and we should mention this is written by Mike Freeman of USA Today, a longtime columnist. I've been reading Mike Freeman stuff for a while. He's really good. Um, it says, so the Saints, there were times covering games there where I literally could not hear what the person next to me was saying. Facts. Sounded like being inside a jet engine. I will never forget how loud it was at the NFC Championship in 2018. I had headphones in my ears and I could not hear them because I was listening to the broadcast in my head on the headphones yeah. and I could not hear them. I had the volume up all the way and it was like, I, I they're basically just earplugs at this point because... <laughs> I, I could not hear a word that was being said on the broadcast. Um, the stadium broke that day. Like a part of the roof fell to the floor and, and a piece of me broke when that, that play happened. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think that's a pretty good reason. If you're looking for a reason to put the Saints up high on this list, it's, I don't know if there's a louder venue in sports. You know, on the sideline, I carry one of those uh, decibel meters. Yeah. And I really haven't had the need to take it out. The last two seasons, unfortunately, no, but 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 yeah, like you mentioned, there, there's times when that place is humming. I don't know of a venue that can beat it. Obviously, and I miss that. <laughs> I'd like to see it again. Oh, we totally missed that. We've talked about that before too. It's like enough of this mediocrity. We want to get back to that great Saints football because winning is fun. <laughs> I agree. And so <laughs> the next team on this list, I think, is interesting. It's the Raiders, and. You know, it's kind of fascinating because I agree. Like when when we we've done podcasts and there's comments from people coming in and be like, "I'm a Raiders fan, but I love Derek Carr and I want to see him succeed and blah blah blah." And it's like it's kind of fascinating because they have fans in two different cities, 
because like right. Oakland still roots for the Raiders. Obviously, I imagine. I, I don't know. I've never asked Oakland Oaklandians. Oh, is that what you call them? Yeah, Oaklandians. Uh, I like that. Like they must still appreciate the Raiders, even though they moved away, right? Like I imagine. I don't think there's resentment. And then Vegas has embraced the Raiders. So it's just kind of fascinating because I wouldn't have expected them to be this high just because they they moved. That and the fact that the organization's been a total cluster, you know what kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and it's you would think that like the, the fan Browns base, and the Lions. <laughs> yeah, you would think that the fans would get so disinterested, but yeah, the the black hole and those Raider fans are definitely uh, up there with Saints fans. I think in you know the the craziness department. Yeah, and then so the 49ers are on this list too. I think that's fair. You know, th- that's it's funny because. The Raiders are a team that really hasn't had ever had that like glory days. Like they had a couple really good years with like Rich Gannon, but they never had like like the 49ers had to Jerry Rice, you know, and, and Joe Montana, Montana like, Steve Young, they, you know. They had the best of the best. And then they but they're still like a, you know, they're not spoiled by it like the Cowboys still I would say are. <laughs> um so tier 4, we're getting into the 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 these are still so tier 4 you're still at the higher end of the spectrum because you got the Bills who I would say are a little underrated. Right, that Bills Mafia is cuckoo. They say, he, he writes, jump on tables <laughs> in minus 400 degree weather, enough said. But that only puts them in tier four, um, which I, I give the Bills all the credit in the world. When they came down here for that Thanksgiving game, I mean, they stayed in that stadium. I was there, for, I mean, because like when I cover the games, I'm staying there for another two hours to write. Yeah. The fans, the Bills fans were still there. I mean, they were cheering and they were yelling. It was fascinating to watch because uh, all the Saints fans got out of there as quickly as possible. It's Thanksgiving in New Orleans. Go go drink at a bar, guys. What are you doing? Hanging out in the stadium as weirdos. Well, I guess because everything is so close to, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a really easy walking city. So they figure we might as well party in the dome and then make our way to bourbon. Yeah, it's, and maybe it's just like a like a natural thing where it's like in, in Buffalo, they would have to huddle together for warmth. <laughs> so they stay in the stadium. <laughs> um, anyway, the Broncos are the next team on that list. I guess the, that's why they named it the Let's Ride tier. The let's, the let's Ride tier. Yeah, the Bills and the Broncos. You know, I do wonder if maybe if they weren't both horses, they wouldn't have ended up there. I think you just wanted to lump the horses together. And then the Colts just couldn't get get up there. Tier five, full cup <laughs> with a K. So you can imagine one of the teams in here: uh, the Commanders, the Bengals, the Hoodays, and the Rams. Yeah, that's I, I I don't have any strong feelings about any of these fan bases. I think the the Rams don't really have a fan base. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, come on, right? They just don't have one. Um, so. But, I mean, I, I think the, Commanders actually have a decent fan base, which is kind of weird. Remember, although they had that really sad video when they announced the name, and it was like the State Farm commercial jingle that they were trying yeah, to Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? It was very it was very. But, sad. yeah, the past, with when they were the Washington Redskins, obviously very famed fans with the, you know, the, well, it's the hogs. A, it's a team with such a like long history, right? Anytime you have that like really yeah. developed history for a team, you're going to have you know, generational fans, uh, and that's what they have, compared to the Rams, who I just don't think have anything. And to to look at the Bengals, too, on this, I can't – I don't really know any Bengals fans, honestly. I, there's a lot here now because Joe Burrow's there, but yeah. overall in general, it's like, how many times have you run into, like, a Bengals fan to talk to? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I'm sure there's more now. <laughs> it's really the question is when they're bad again, are they going to stick around? Exactly. So we ha- And keep in mind, there has not been a single other NFC South team – through any of these first five tiers. So that kind of tells wait, you. There's and we're more. getting to it. <laughs> Tier six, perfect. So you can imagine which perfect. which version. But there's two of them. So we get the Bucks, and he says, 
the Buccaneers fan base will be tested in the post-Brady era. The Yuccaneers might be back, and yeah, we'll, I agree completely. Yeah, we'll see the Brady bandwagers fall off quick. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> excited to watch that team re- realize in real time that it's like, man, Tom Brady just piloted us directly into the sun and then let us fall to earth in a heap. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's no, no other guy I would like to see upset than Bruce Arians. <laughs> <laughs> the stupid hat. Yeah, and I mean, like, there, there are players on the Bucks that I like. You know, I, I agree with Cam Jordan. I think Mike Evans is a very, very good wide receiver, even though I think he's a punk. Chris Godwin's a great player. Don't talk that way about Marshawn Lattimore's son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you gotta, you, you got to discipline your children. Anyway, yeah, so I agree with that completely. And then the Panthers, who I would put the Panthers fan base slightly above the Bucks. Um, just because I think the Bucks fan base is so transient. I've been there for a Giants game, and there was more Giants fans than Bucks fans in that game. Right, and it was I think it was the, it was weird because it was the Jason Pierre-Paul his first game back after blowing off his hand, and he went he played at South Florida. Right, and South Florida actually played their games at Raymond James Stadium, or at least they do sometimes. So uh, yeah, it was kind of an interesting game. Anyway, not a lot of culture in that fan base. Shane Vereen scored a touchdown in that game. Anyway, and then the Colts. Loud stadium, but fans are a tad frontrunnery. I think that's what happens when you have Peyton Manning for so many years. I'll say, too, about the Panthers. I was really shocked. What was that? Week three, the Saints played them this past season. And just walking into that stadium, it was amazing how friendly the Panthers workers at the stadium were yeah. and even fans. But they all said to me, oh, you know, you know, welcome here, everything kind of deal. It's like, well, you guys are going to win today, though. They've been so beaten down about their their it's poor history over the years, even at home. They're like, oh, we're not even going to win this game. I'm not even going to try to, like, even talk, you know, smack to you about the NFC South. It was just like, well, you guys will probably win. Good luck. And I love me a good open-air stadium somewhere that's not going to get cold. <laughs> Man, I do, too. And I know that, obviously... The dome is special, and yeah. it has a, a, a lot oh, of I have a lot of love for it here. You can't do it, but man, oh man, I do love those road games yeah. when you're outside. It really does have that whole entire football feel, and especially a night game. Man, those Thursday or Sunday night, Monday night games outside are awesome. I agree. So let's let's go down. We'll have to speed this up a little bit. There's ten <laughs> tiers. We're on tier seven. It says pool or the pond. The pond would be good for you. You have ja- the Jaguars, Jaguars, who admittedly should be higher. This says, when I worked in Jacksonville, found them to be some of the best fans in the league, but can't have a pool or sauna or whatever the hell that is in the stadium. That's not cool at all. Pools and saunas should only be inside my house. Sure. See, I think you'd be making so much take advantage of having that pool and sauna. And, you know, I've, I've been to that stadium. It's it's a lame stadium. No, I mean, but yeah. the, the, having the pool there is kind of cool. They do have a, a special pet area upstairs the in the stadium, The only team that too. dislikes that stadium more than the Jaguars is the Packers. Um, all right. <laughs> Titans, meh. That's his breakdown. I agree. Bears, which is crazy to me. Bears is tiered seven, but it says the fan base has been a little sleepy lately, which is fair. Like, I think they, they're, they're an example of the inverse of the 49ers where they were really good for a long time, and now they're just like, whatever. Yeah, can I mean, can you recall the last time the Bears were relevant at all? Rex Grossman. <laughs> they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and But even then, it was like, great. Rex 
Grossman. And then the Dolphins, who I, Dolphins are interesting because I think when they're good, they can be a really, really intriguing fan base. When they're bad, they disappear completely. <laughs> and because it's Miami. <laughs> and obviously, this, that team looks to be one that's on the rise. The biggest question is can Tua stay on the, the field for yeah. them? But man, the weapons are around there on offense are crazy. All right. Now, tier eight, this is where we're going to spend the, the, the good amount of the rest of our time here. So the Patriots which I think is unfair to the Patriots, who were bad for so long and then had Tom Brady. With all but at that the success, same time, right? I don't feel bad about making fun of the Patriots one iota because they, 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 they deserve everything they get. They were in number eight. It says, when Brady left, he took a lot of the energy with him. Correct. Chargers, yeah, enough said. Vikings, Yeah, they're a team that moved around too now, and they've lost that whole San Diego base, but I yeah. mean – it's, what base? Right, exactly. Uh, Vikings, that horn is cheesy. I disagree with that. I think the Vikings have a good fan base. I do too, man. The whole skull chant and everything. And they're, they're pretty fired up there too. Bulls. Bulls. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the stadium to me too is one of my favorites in the league, honestly. Remember when Sean Payton did the, the, the clap at him and then they lost? <laughs> yeah, it came back to bite him right there. Yeah, that felt like instant karma right there. But all right, the last team in Tier 8, the Falcons. <laughs> this description is kind of passionate, sometimes a little bit, <laughs> which is so true. Like there is, I don't know if there's a more fickle fan base in the in the NFL of like you'll go to that game and that stadium will be empty by the start of the fourth quarter in yeah. games, which is like you would never see that in New Orleans. Even if they were down by twenty, you would see them. Like they might leave early, but they'd still be there. But I feel like in, in Atlanta, it's so many people just wandering around the concourses because it's more fun to, to play outside of the stadium than to watch the team on it. That's definitely one of the venues I'm always amazed at on how much black and it gold you beautiful. see on the lower level. It is a beautiful stadium. It's a palace. I've been there several times. I've been there for LSU games. I've been there for Saints uh, games. Fantastic <laughs> food in the media room. Oh, it's, well, it's just good food in general. It's the only stadium I've ever gotten Chick-fil-A after the game. <laughs> now, yeah. That couldn't have been a Sunday then. No, no. Uh, that, yeah. I, no, it was football. So or It was college football. I was going to so say, yeah, because Chick-fil-A yeah. not open Sundays. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so we have tiers 9 and 10, and we'll just fly through these. Cowboys, massively overrated, massive front runners. Couldn't agree more. Cardinals, great stadium. That's all I got. The only... I think it's the only team that wheels in their grass, which I think I wish more teams could do that because I think having natural grass is so much more fun just in general. Like that's what football's supposed to be, not yeah. this stupid turf. Man, with the Cardinals too, I just remember that night game they played against the Saints, obviously the, the New Orleans lost, but I, I, I just remember the stadium took forever to get packed. And I was like, this is a big you know, night primetime game and fans could care less about it. I agree. But all right, the other team in this tier is the Jets. J-E-T-S. I say this with love, and as someone who has been to every stadium in the NFL multiple times, Jets fans are the meanest ah. in the league, <laughs> not Eagles fans. I said it. I would, I would disagree. I don't know if they're the meanest. They are the angriest in the league, and it's because <laughs> they're stuck in traffic all the time, and they play in the same stadium as a team that actually does win, and no one cares about them. I just remember as a young Eagles fan at a Jets game, it was the only time I had my life threatened as a teenager by a Jets fan turning around after an Eric Allen pick six. Just put that in there. I I will say I grew up in Connecticut, which is kind of split down the middle between the (laughs) the New England, Northeast, and the Tri-State area. And it was like Jets and Giants. No, I'm sorry. And it was Giants and Patriots. No Jets. I met like six Jets fans my entire life in Connecticut. I spent the 20, 22 years there. I'd met like no Jets fans. They seem to be in hiding, but I guess they're all coming out now with Rogers. I think in they're town. in Jersey. I think that's yeah. where they hang out. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, yo. And the, and to be fair, they, they play in New Jersey. Okay, tier ten is final the final one, which includes the Giants. Only Cowboys fans wild. are bigger front runners. Now Giants fans are so boring. 
Like it's if I was on the Giants, I, I would like when they're not good, it's the quietest stadium in the NFL. <laughs> uh, it's the worst. I hate it. Um, but I do love the Giants. Anyway. Uh, Texans. <laughs> this is funny. Has anyone seen a Texans fan outside of their natural habitat? No, me neither. <laughs> it's true. You it's never so see true. anyone in Texans gear. Sorry, it's definitely never the, met a Texans. You definitely fan. see the Dallas Star plenty, but yeah, there's never that Texans logo walking around. Oh, I was around. talking to somebody yesterday about why are there so many Rangers players on the All Star team, and it's because Texas is a gigantic state, and they're the Texas Rangers. Of course, they're going to get all the votes. Like Houston barely even cares about Houston, the Astros, and they win all the World Series. Anyway. And then the final one, which that's is a, fascinating That's to me. huge. Kansas City. What? The I'm Tomahawk Chop right lands you in last place. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that reason, man. Come on. Man, well, you know, if they're the worst fans in the NFL, they're happy fans. <laughs> Amen to that, right? <laughs> anyway. Well, there's your list of the top Wait, there, there NFL is, fan bases There is one more. The it says NFL. one last thing. At one Eagles game, I was seated in the <laughs> front row of the press box and the fans that are almost right up against the window. One fan, each time the Eagles scored, kept looking at me. And air high-fiving me. I just smiled. He was the kindest dude. These are the Eagles fans I know. That's why he's nice at the Eagles, because he got air-fived by a fan once. And I love how he, he says, signed Walmart Denzel, because somebody called him that, he said. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, that, those are the rankings. I enjoyed those. And that's going to wrap it up for this quick Sports Talk Fueled edition of Inside Black and Gold. Myself and Steve Geller will be coming at you later in the week with some new content, a new podcast, getting you ready. We're going to preview what we expect to see at training camp, that sort of thing. We're in the dead period, y'all. There's nothing going on, or at least nothing good going on. This is the time of year where if there's Saints news, it's almost always going to be a bad thing. So, (laughs) fingers crossed that we have nothing to talk about for the rest of this week, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some expectations, some roster battles, stuff like that, to get you primed for training camp, which should begin in about three weeks According to Jeff Duncan and NOLA.com, the Saints will be reporting on July 24th. So, got a few weeks. Got to get ready. It's going to be hot. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, y'all. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is Inside Black and Gold. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on YouTube at WWL Sports. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jeff underscore Noak, though I am looking for some alternative channels because rate limit Twitter is not where I want to be. Steve Geller is on there at Steve Geller WWL. You can follow the show at Saints underscore pod. You can follow the latest Saints content over at WWL.com and on WWL AM 870 FM 105.3 and on the always free Odyssey app. All right, y'all. Be easy. Peace. Peace.